your daily Lex. Welcome once again to your daily Lex. This is coming to you live to tape from Podcast Movement in Fort Worth, Texas. And it's a very, very special episode of your daily Lex because once again, I'm joined by a guest, but it's a first time guest on the show. You know him from his lustrous career at WNYC and now Midroll Media, and his name is Chris Bannon. Hi, Chris. Hello, Lex. Thanks for joining me on your Daily Lex. Well, you pretty much dragooned me into <laughs> you it. You are such a... See, I knew you were going to start berating me on the show, but I merely said, do you want to join? And you said, how long a commitment is it? And I said, 10 minutes. And you said, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I admire the show. I've been a long-time listener, first-time guest. See, I was going to ask you, have you ever heard an episode of the show? Yes, I have. When I first met you, I thought, like, this guy does podcasts on his own in addition to selling 240 shows. I better listen. <laughs> so, yes, I began listening. And then I, I just couldn't tear myself away. Uh, I'm very sorry. That's a known condition. Um, it's, I find that many short and frequent podcasts are maddeningly addictive. Like if they're bite-sized and they come Chiefly out your own. Right. Well, no, there are yeah. many. Yes. But, you know, when it's a short, shorter thing, you just it's, it's so easy. It's like it's the chewing gum of podcasts. That's what I aspire to be. I think it's interesting to me because there are two trends. One is things are definitely getting shorter. I noticed that myself. There are more short-form podcasts. And then some things are just going longer and longer. 90 minutes, two hours. Like that's an amazing... Uh, change for me yeah. I, well, to as me, a former radio guy. Right. I, it's, it's, it feels akin to writing to me, right? I think it's, I, I, it might be an apocryphal quote. I think of it with, in terms of Mark Twain, it might not have been him, but somebody said, if I had more time, it would have been shorter in regards to their writing. Because <laughs> yeah. it's easy to write and write and write and write, at least for me. Right. And the hard part is to, you know, if the editor says you have 500 words or 400 words, like to cut this opus down to 400 words is hard. I think the same thing is true, <laughs> not for this podcast. No, this podcast no, I think if you cut this one, there length. wouldn't be anything left. But I feel like it's hard to make, it's, it's easier to make a two-hour podcast than to make a 30-minute podcast on the same subject. Well, yeah, and you want, I think, I mean, I come from the world the of mostly live, on, oh. live radio. Like, I did live radio for much of my career, in which really the clock was your editor. You had to yeah. sort of back time where you wanted to be by the end of the show, and you edited as you talked, essentially. Right, that's uh, a really good point. I think that's, that's the problem, right? With no airtime yeah, restriction. With no clock. You just go as long as you feel like. That's right. So, uh, can I ask you a question? Please. What that's motivated what you to start this podcast? Uh, the answer may surprise you. Um, John Lee Dumas. Oh. So, uh, really, uh, you know, I had started at mid-roll, and a couple, there were several factors, but John Lee Dumas, the host of Entrepreneur on Fire, a seven-day-a-week daily show, was part of my influence. I would started at mid-roll, and I had stopped doing uh, a podcast that was what got me into podcast advertising in the first place called Unprofessional. So I had been doing this show once a week with a buddy of mine where we would interview relatively famous people about anything but the thing that made them famous. So, you know, we had John Hodgman on, and we talked about... Um, we talked about his childhood, and we had uh, John Flansburg on. Or no, my favorite example is Josh Molina from The West Wing. Oh yeah, was on talking about geocaching and how he and his son had developed the hobby. Of, are you familiar with geocaching? No. So you have an iPhone app, and people hide things at specific geographic coordinates. Oh yeah. You put them in, and you have to find them, and you see them, and then you take a picture of yourself with them. It's a sort of Where's Waldo with the iPhone. Exactly, and not what I expected Molina to talk about. But that's what he talked about. But so eventually I felt like that show had run its course and so yeah. I said I, I, I'm done I don't think I can, we've had all the people I ever wanted to get on the show save Chris Bannon so like I feel like <laughs> I'm done and 
then I wasn't doing a podcast at all, but I was in podcasting professionally, and I like talking. I like podcasts. I like creating. I was like, you know, I want to do something, but I can't commit to coordinating my schedule with another co-host and doing an hour, an hour and a half a week. Like, I want to do something where it's super easy. Yeah. And then I was inspired by John Lee Dumas putting out an episode every day. I'm like, I'm going to do a daily show, and I'm going to stick to it. Now, since that time, there was a time when the show was daily. It came out five days a week, rain or shine because those things don't affect people who podcast from inside their houses. Right. Since that time, the show has become much more intermittent. Yeah, well, I think I know from observing you, you're a busy man. You're always on the move. I, I haven't been in my house for like seven days straight in seven and a half years. It's Is that true. right? No, that's not true. Uh, okay. It was just a blatant Because I feel like I spent that much time in your house also, <laughs> uh, recently, rather. You're welcome there anytime. <laughs> Thank you. It's a lovely pool. To be clear, when I said you're welcome there anytime, I was talking to Chris, not to everybody listening. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah. Chris I, is welcome at my house anytime. Thank you. Are, are you free tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, okay. I'll be here, but you can go. Okay, I'll go. I'll fly out early before my talk. <laughs> That's good. All right, what do you think of this conference so far? Uh, you know, they have really clearly put a lot of thought and effort and energy into putting it on. It's the biggest conference I have attended of yes. this sort. I've only, I, you and I were talking yesterday, I've only ever attended single-track conferences, and Podcast Movement is a multi-track conference where there's lots of things happening at once, and it means you have to play Sophie's Choice of who you want to see speak. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I used to help produce the public radio uh, programmers conference, which is a small multi-track conference. that yeah. I, We actually tried to reduce the number of tracks over the years because we felt that people wanted more time, more depth with the tracks they were on, and chance, and have not, they didn't want to make so many Sophie's choices about what they had to see. So I guess we are, it's a it's a multitude of riches here, in the, uh, a multitude of something. What's that expression? Sure. Uh, 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 a pl- uh, plethora uh, of multitudes. Yes, a plethora of multitudes, I think it is. Our cup runneth over. I sure uh, should have had breakfast before I started talking to you. Our runtime won't go over. I just okay. want to ask one more general thing yeah. here. You've had a career in I radio. I sure did. And it's over. No, yep. you've had a <laughs> career in audio, in spoken word audio specifically. I, I don't, and I don't know if it's a half an hour story, you can do the condensed version. That's I can harder. Do it. But I don't know, how? Why did you decide this is what you want to do? I what failed at things after college for five <laughs> years. And no kidding, no lie. The short answer is I answered an ad in a newspaper in 1990. The local public TV station needed somebody to do the December 1990 pledge drive. I went, I auditioned. I could look into a camera and ask for money because I've been broke for the last five years. Nice. And that led to all of this. And I actually... It really comes from having listened for years and loved uh, radio and public radio especially uh, and done it in college, never having dreamed it would ever be a career. It was a moment of desperation and weakness, and that's pretty much defines every transition I've ever made. <laughs> well, uh, I think we're all better for it. Oh, well, aren't you nice? That's what happened. Thank you. But if you're good at looking people in the eye and saying, hey, can I have some money, you're welcome to join the sales team at any time. I actually like doing that. I enjoy going out on those things because if you believe in what you're doing, it actually isn't work. Right. It's a little bit of evangelism. That's, you know, I have said almost those exact words, probably not quite as eloquently, but the, the best, my job is at its best when it doesn't feel like work, when it feels like, of course you should give me money yeah. to associate yourself with this show. Yeah. Like, you'd be foolish not to. Right. I'm, and Speaking I think you which, do that quite well, yes? Ads are available here on your daily Lex. Email chris at midroll.com. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll see if I can sell them. All right, good. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us on this very special episode of your daily Lex. That's it. You're done. Lex, it was an unmitigated pleasure. <laughs> Lex. You're good. <laughs>